0: What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. It's Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Okay, as I told you last week, we have an amazing guest on today. So I am so excited. Katie is here. And Katie is a personal branding photographer for female business owners who are ready to stand out online and increase their impact and income through building that personal brand. She helps businesses create strategic marketing photos to connect with ideal clients and to make more sales. When not for, Photographing amazing entrepreneurs. She is also a wife, mom to two littles, and a big time Disney fan. You can probably find her dreaming up her next vacation. Everybody, please meet Katie. Hi, everybody. Katie, how are you doing today? We're in November. Can you believe the end of the year is like right around the corner?
1: I know. I'm I am not I'm not ready for it um this year. And I feel like every year I do this but this year has flown by like I was just thinking about it I was like didn't we just put up the Christmas tree I mean it was a whole year ago but it's gone by that fast
0: yes this year for whatever reason I would totally agree just feels like it has been flying by and I'm not sure why I think as you get older right like you start feeling like time is shorter I've heard Mm -hmm. that and I I don't know this year it feels so true
1: yeah uh, I agree I think My uncle once told me, he's like, well, think about it this way. When you're like a baby, you know, one minute is your whole life. Whereas when you're, you know, you hit 40, like it becomes a fraction. I was like, huh. And it didn't hit. Like he told me that when I was like 12, maybe. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, he he was right. (laughs) I know. It's
0: so weird. (laughs) But it's true. It does feel that way. So, okay. I have to share with everyone how we met. I found Katie online because her website is amazing and I was looking for somebody local in the Dallas area who I could do a photo shoot with when I was wanting to get all the branding photos for Love Yourself Inside Out and I was building the website and so I don't know, there was something in the wording that she had on our site because trust me, I was doing exhaustive research and I just knew that Katie, you were the right person to work with. And I'm so glad I went with you because I love the way everything turned out.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um always makes me super happy. I mean, I, <laughs> if I could call you a, a star client, I would because you actually, you know, you've used them, you've implemented them into your new website, you use them on your social media. And like, that makes me so happy to see like your actual, like all the hard work and planning that went into the photo shoot in action, like doing the thing that it's meant to do is, is just, it's the best. So
0: well, thank you. Yeah. You, because you took amazing photos. Just, I can use them everywhere. Like I'm like, oh, these are good. I, I don't even know that there's one that I was like, oh, that one's going to stay hidden. Um, I actually really do love all of the ones that I have. And so I'm just, I'm trying to strategically use them so I don't burn mm-hmm. through them too fast sure. because I want to use them all now. Right. Um, but I need a little bit of life out of it. Um, yeah. But that's a great point. You mentioned all the planning and that work that went into the photo shoot, which kind of we'll get into your history of like, how did you become a photographer Mm -hmm. and find your niche and like all of this. But I want to highlight this photo shoot process because it does require a lot of work, but you have such great guides through it. Like Can you explain a little bit about if somebody is interested in like doing a photo shoot, whether Mm -hmm. it's just for like self-love or, you know, just to express themselves or if they have a business, like what goes into a photo
1: shoot? Um, Okay. So typically when I'm working with a client, um, I'll find out like what it, what is their goals? Like, what do they want from this photo shoot? So for example, if I'm working with like a business owner or somebody you know, like an influencer, or somebody who, um, you know, has a personal brand. Like I'll I'll talk them through, like what, like the discovery process of like what's their goals, like how are they going to use these photos, like what is the purpose? Because, um, no matter what, like there there has to be some kind of purpose behind it typically like that that's how you end up getting like the best photos in my mind is because there's purpose behind it um and you know i mean because you know you can ask any friend to just like hey can you take a couple pictures of me <laughs> and they may or may mm-hmm. not be good in your life That's true. <laughs> <laughs> or you ask your you know you ask your spouse can you take a picture of me and it, me i'm the photographer and uh, my husband uh bless his heart like every picture he takes of me I'm like why did you t- like why did you take that that like is so unflattering <laughs> and things like that he means well and um, but so when it comes to working with a client like I'll find out like what it is they want to create or how they're gonna use them and then after you know into the planning process like we go do a deep dive into into, um, the person's personal brand or their business brand, finding out like who it is they are, like, who is, who do they want? How do they want to be seen by others by, you know, on their social media, on their website. And for me, like, I especially love when I'm working with um, you know, authentic personal brands, and what I mean by that is that the person that they are portraying online is the same person that they are in person. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, one of the things I see out there, you know, in Instagram land and and online, is that you know someone showcases themselves as one person, and then. If you happen to meet them in real life, it doesn't always line up. It, it, it can go either way of like uh, in a good way or in a bad way. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and for me, I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Like I want, uh, the, I'm all about like being like the real deal. So, you know, if your personal brand is warm, inviting, fun, kooky, you know, silly, uh, you know, most of the time you're just wearing leggings, leggings and t-shirts like I am. <laughs> you drink coffee, you're trying to drop off your kids, but you're also you're also like building a business, you're working with clients. You can be both. Like I don't <laughs> think you have to choose one or the other and like for me that's what I really love, helping uh female entrepreneurs show off especially like if they're you know, like for you, you, you have a career and you also have this podcast or like, uh, for women who are building a business and they're also a mom and, you know, like kind of, there's always like a juggling act, especially for women. I think like, no matter, no matter what season of life you're in, you're always juggling, juggling at least three things at the same time. Um, yeah. And so that's very true. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, we go into this deep dive with this questionnaire, um, we kind of create a mood board so that you, uh, the client, can c- communicate to me exactly what it is that you envision. Because part of the magic happens when the, you are able to communicate what it is you see, and then I combine that with what I see, and then create the photo that like you know brings that vision to life and so you know we hop on the call like we have that strategy and planning call and kind of talking through all the like details and like from what you're going to wear to where we're going to do the photo shoot to just kind of like the overall like brand vibe feeling like okay this is you know this is what I do this is how I do it these are the people I serve because ultimately especially when it's uh, has to do with like the brand photography side of it for a business. The whole, one of the main goals is to help the business owner attract more of their ideal clients so that they're working with the people that they love mm-hmm. um, instead of attracting anybody who may not be like a perfect fit client.
0: Yeah. And that's so important. And the reason why I really wanted to deep dive into the photo shoot thing is because I was surprised when I went through the process of all the lead up into it. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe before I've only really done headshots. So I didn't have all of this, you know, the lead up into um, a brand shoot, but it was really good because I talk a, a lot about on here. And like, if anybody's listened to this podcast before, I'm very big on owning your narrative Mm -hmm. and making sure you were constructing the right story for you and the way you want people to know who you are. And I felt like that happened during this photo shoot. And that is why the photos turned out the way they did was because of all this pre-work, but it's a great exercise and kind of like self-love and rooting yourself in your story and writing down like what you believe and Mm -hmm. what you want people to believe about you and see about you. Yes,
1: yes. And like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, a mini, <laughs> I joke that sometimes it can feel like a mini like therapy session, but like for like your business and yes. for your personal brand, it's like, who who am I and who who is it that I want to be seen as? Like, what is my story and what is the story I want people to know about me? Exactly. And if you're interested
0: in a photo shoot, she is... Somebody you should definitely look up. And even if you're out of the state, we'll get into this more in a minute, but she has so much education on Instagram. But before we dive into all she's up to now, Katie, can you let us know, like, how did you get into this career path? How did you build your own brand?
1: Um, What was that whole journey like? Um, Yeah. So like when I look back, I'm like, oh, it has. It's been a while. So um. The original like kind of like genesis of getting into photography uh, happened about 2008. So my business has been around now. Like I've been a a legit business for like 14 years, which is kind of wild to say because that's a long time. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) Um, But so around at the time I was working uh, a corporate job, kind of like my first job out of college uh, in a cubicle. Um, my very first manager uh, opened my eyes to see that like her life was not the life I wanted. Uh, She was kind of a workaholic. Um, She actually like, I was in California, but she was, she was based in Maryland. And I don't know how you long distance micromanage someone, but she managed to do that. And I was like, okay, (laughs) this is, this is not the life I want. And so During a time at that company, I had changed positions maybe two or three times. And so my second manager was actually like amazing, like hands down, like the best boss I've ever had because she wasn't all about work like 24 7. She, like, I'd go into her office and we'd have like a social chat and then we'd talk about work. And then, you know, she would ask me about my life and I just love her. Um, But in the midst of all that, I was also. Had gotten engaged and was planning a wedding, and um, and this was, you know, before social media was what it was. Like mm. that was no, that was not yet a source of entertainment. So yes. I was oh at work gosh. reading blogs. <laughs> you know, uh, wedding blogs were really huge at the time. You know, the Knot was really huge as like a resource, and I discovered like wedding photography, and that wedding photography was no longer. Uh, you know kind of cheesy like what you think of like the eighties and nineties <laughs> with the big hair and like you know uh the photographer with film kind of fumbling through trying to get a family photo together. Um that it like it will looked it looked cool and like as a new escape. And so I had just purchased a um quote unquote fancy digital camera like you know with my first official job earnings and um <clears throat> and so in the midst of all this, I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. I don't know what gives a person just kind of like, you know, I could do that kind of uh, feeling, but I was like, huh. And so at the time I had like kind of did a deep dive into whatever photography resources I could find on the internet. Um, I happened to connect with like a local photographer and I don't know, I guess maybe like just – you know, I was like 26, at the t- 25, 26. I just had extra chutzpah or, <laughs> or I just hated my job so much. And that was it that like, I was like, Oh, let me just ask this photographer. Maybe I could go like help her or shadow her. And she actually said yes. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And so that was kind of how like, I kind of built up, you know, practice and um, like a couple of photographers, like, let me use some photos in my portfolio. And so shortly after that, I got married moved to Texas um, where my fiance now husband had been working. And so that's, that's how I ended up in Dallas. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to get a job (laughs) if I find a job. Okay. But let me, you know, try to start this business. And so I started out with weddings um, and, and that was great for a season until I realized, wait a minute, my husband works, you know, uh, the typical corporate job hours and I'm working mm-hmm. every weekend. And so we're kind of like two passing ships and this is like the beginning of our marriage. <laughs> maybe, right. maybe this doesn't fit my life so well <laughs> anymore. Um, and so at a certain, it was probably like 2013, I was like, maybe I need to pivot into something else that works with my lifestyle a little bit better. And so that was the time when I kind of pivoted my focus to high school senior portraits. And I think that uh, working with high school seniors was really like a a pivot point of helping younger women, younger girls, like see their self value and their self worth because, you know, we all know how hard, you know, high school is and was in junior high. It was just a nightmare for most people. Um, and, you know, kind of just helping to build them up and let them see how beautiful they are. Cause maybe it's the only time they ever hear that. Um, mm-hmm. so I did that for about, yeah, about five years. Um, and then I took a break when I was pregnant with my son. Um, and so I was I was about to be ready to like, you know, get back out in the world. He was about a year old. Like, okay, am I still doing photography? Am I not? And it was around that time that I had discovered uh, brand photography and it kind of seemed like the perfect mesh of like one part networking, one part working with, uh, with female business owners and, and then also adding the photography component to it. And it was just like that perfect mesh. Because as a new mom, I was like, I want to talk to other adults. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yes. like, I want to have other adult conversations. And um, so uh, I kind of spent like the the latter part of 2019 building kind of like a portfolio, getting all those ducks in a row. And I was actually supposed to have like my first official Photoshoot in February of 2020. (laughs) And well, we know what happened in
0: 2020.
1: Yes, Um, we do. Yeah. So, you know, um, I I was, I think because we're in Texas, things got kind of like opened up sooner and whatnot. So I think my first official paid shoot was like September of 2020, if I remember correctly. But ever since then... It's kind of what I've gone into uh, full throttle just because I love it so much. I love working with female business owners specifically. Like, um, I honestly doubt that any men are listening, but I don't hate men or anything like that. <laughs> but I prefer working with female business owners because you know we're always uh, spitting all the plates, taking care of all the things, and also being badass at whatever we're doing.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. And I would agree. You found like your area that you're just so great at because like I said, this was my first shoot and Mm -hmm. instantly I felt at ease. And also you gave such great guidance um, from the knowledge that you've built up, which kind of like leads me into this next thing. Like, so if you're following Katie on social, you'll know what I'm talking about. If not, We will definitely link her accounts in the show notes. So please go check it out. But in your social, especially, you have a ton of different like expertise, like eight tips to planning your personal branding shoot, how to book a branding shoot, like Mm -hmm. ways to work together, all of these great tools and resources out there. And if I remember correctly, I believe you launched a masterclass as well for maybe maybe other photographers. Mm -hmm. Can you? I guess go into a little bit like how did you become such an expert in like building all of these tools for other people? But then after you talk about those, like let's go into that
1: masterclass. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I realized that um, so my genre of photography, which is personal branding photography, has always existed, but it's only been in about the last four, four or five years or so that it's had that name and so I realized that um you know regular people business owners non-photographers photographers photographers all the way (laughs) needed to be educated on like what it is because like they may have heard the term but they don't know what it is and like traditionally like if you were taking pictures for um a business or something. It was typically headshots and maybe a couple of extra type photos, but mostly just headshots. And um, through like inquiries that I was receiving and just like, you know, questions from, from business owners and stuff, it was just like, what are, like, what's the difference? Like, I'm looking for headshots. I would get an inquiry that was like, I'm looking for headshots. And then I would get on the phone with them and ask them what all they were looking for. And I was like, oh, I actually think you need brand photos. And they're like, what's that? And I was like, oh, okay, this is like a light bulb moment. Okay. I need to start putting out more content that kind of like helps Um, helps a business owner understand like how brand photos are more than just headshots and how these can Mm -hmm. help them, um, you know, move their business forward, attract more of their ideal clients, help them book more leads because they're able to, you know, showcase their personality and make a more, make a quicker connection with an ideal client versus somebody who, you know, just has something a little bit more generic right and and so that was like kind of what prompted me my like, okay let's let's start creating all these things um, that i wish my clients knew like i th- i know they're not mind readers i know people don't read uh, mm-hmm. on the website either so let me create it in um, in short form a uh, video and um, it actually uh, it took me a long time to kind of jump on like the reels uh, bandwagon, but now I'm like, oh, that's kind of all the posts that I create. Just because I'm like, okay, visually this like this pops, and every once in a while I'll create a cast- carousel that someone can kind of like slide through. But you never know with like the algorithm what it likes or or whatever. Yeah, that's-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> the algorithm. <Ooh>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Your content though is so amazing. And it's true. You do have a lot of reels. I get sucked into it. I'm like, let me see what she's putting out there now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it's helpful to like, um, it, it not only helps like potential clients, but I've also started to see, um, other photographers who have asked me questions about like, what is brand photography? How can I get into it? Like, if that looks like, uh, like a genre or a niche, like I'd like to explore how do I get started with it? Which kind of leads into like when I did a masterclass.
0: Yeah. So explain what a masterclass is and like, what kind of goes into creating it um, and why it was a good fit for you to like take the leap because I know they're intense and they're a lot. (laughs) <laughs> in there, but they're uh-huh. very valuable for those who attend. <clears throat> so uh-huh. give us the um, behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it was de- it was like my first, it was my first proverbial rodeo. Like I had never done <laughs> like a masterclass before, but I was like, okay, I feel like enough people are kind of asking like how to kind of get into brain photography. How do I get started? What can I do to like add this on to like my current business? Because the problem I was seeing was that um, (laughs) I'll say photographers of my age are if they're still doing weddings, like they're realizing, okay, maybe weddings isn't forever. Like, are you gonna be? I mean, no, no shade on you know sixty-year-old wedding photographers, but it's a lot. Like, it's taxing on the body. It's you know uh giving up your weekends it's you know working a lot of evenings for like your portrait sessions and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. I was like okay i mean that was one of the reasons that like i i i love brave photography too is that it could take place um during business hours when you're working with business owners um it doesn't have to only land on a weekend In most cases, it's not happening in the evening uh, because you're, you know, you might be renting a space or something and you like some daylight coming in. Um, And so it it just feels like, uh, you know, kind of like, especially if you're a parent um, or if you have any other kind of caregiving responsibilities, just Mm -hmm. like being able to schedule your shoots around your life instead of, instead of scheduling your life around your photo shoots. And so that kind of prompted me to, huh, like, how can I help, you know, other photographers, um, see the, see the light (laughs) that there (laughs) is another way to still make money, still make income. Um, but not have to give up all their weekends, not have to give up all their evenings, because especially in the fall, in most areas of the United States, it is photographer high season because, you know, fall has arrived in Texas, eh, de- debatable. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> you know, it's summer, the then it's sunny, winter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, other areas have, uh, you know, leaves changing colors and it's just super busy. Like typically everyone talk uh, in the photography community talks about how crazy the fall is um, because it's like you're making most of your money because if you're going into the winter and you live in a place where it's extremely cold, you're probably not working again until the spring. Um, no, but one yeah. of the beauties about uh, this niche of photography is that you're not You're not stuck to, you're not stuck with whatever season it is because for the most part, you're photographing indoors. So unless you're snowed in, like uh, the the weather outside doesn't really play a role in it anymore. And business owners need photos like all year round, like not Mm -hmm. just in the fall, not just in the spring, not just when it's sunny outside. Um, So I created this masterclass of just like, um three steps to adding uh brain photography to your business um and let me tell you like having a master class like there are so many moving parts behind the scenes that you like don't see until you do it yourself that I'm like oh like the whole tech part of it Uh, uh, is a lot like Um, And then, like, even with, like, creating slides within Canva and then getting Canva to cooperate with Zoom and then having, like, a sign-up page and your email and your automation. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was, like, way more than I was expecting. Like, I knew, I knew there was going to be, like, a lot of work. But at the same time, I didn't. You don't know until you know. Yeah, you don't know until, (laughs) like, you're in it. But, yeah. It was really good. Like, it was, I was, as someone who's, like, not a public speaker, like, I put out a lot of content. I'm comfortable talking on Instagram stories, but, like, and doing some Instagram lives. But this was, like, a whole, you know, hour. Granted, it's a little square on Zoom, but, you know... You're like, okay, I'm showing up. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I do. (laughs) Right. This is where the rubber meets the road of like, oh, I do know what I'm talking about. I sometimes tell my husband that. I'm like, I don't realize that I know what I know until I'm like telling someone. I'm like, oh, I I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: I totally get that. So you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. I really did.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I did know this.
0: Uh (laughs) Yeah. I totally get that. So when you were doing it, was it, once you were in it, was it like easy to keep it going or, you
1: know, how yeah, did that so, all work once you were going with it? Um, so, yeah, it actually was really helpful to, I thought that it would be kind of nerve wracking to have, you know, pe- know that people are watching, but um it was actually helpful to know that people were watching. because um, I knew, like I actually personally knew one person who was online for it. And so <clears throat> at the very beginning, like before I had hit record, I had a timing like tech hiccup and um and she was like it's okay you're doing great and so just having that kind of encouragement was super helpful and then like once I went into presentation mode knowing that I knew someone who was there for me like was really just like super helpful and encouraging I'm like okay we can do this like we can keep talking we could we're just sharing our expertise like that's that's all it is to help other photographers um you know, maybe discover something that they didn't know already. Um, find a different way to keep doing photography because maybe like what they're doing now isn't what they want to keep doing for forever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of like leading with service and leading with like how can I help, um, and just sharing what I know, what's worked for me. Um, that that's kind of what kept me kept me going and. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when I was done, I was like, oh, that, that wasn't bad. That was- <laughs> I survived.
0: <laughs> so cool. It must have felt so rewarding to like have it done and like be like, okay, yes. I know this now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how to do this. That is such a major accomplishment. So I have to, well, first off, before I go into this next topic, which I'm super excited to talk about. Um I just want to say like what I've gotten so far from this interview has been really awesome because it's just such a great reminder to know that there are females out there who are there to help others and really build up other women and like the whole empowerment thing and then um, helping them succeed at their best thing. Cause a lot of times you hear about competition or, you know, I, you know, there's that whole thing of like, I want to be the one at the top, but I love that you are so about, there's multiple seats at this table. Like let's all just rise up together. So that is such an awesome message that you've been giving this whole time.
1: Thanks. Yeah, Uh, for sure. I'm just like, uh, there's enough room for all of us. Like, I know that So when I put it in perspective, uh, if I'm just like looking at my business, I'm like, okay, let's look at this in, in a macro view. There are like 22 million businesses out there, like just in the United States. I don't need 22 million clients. Like I'll take 22 clients. Like, so there is more than enough like business for all of us and, I want to see all of us win um, because, you know, I, I believe in community over competition. Like technically mm-hmm. I'm like really good friends with someone who's technically my competitor, and somebody from the outside might look at that, like, why are you friends with that? Because like, we can share ideas, we can see what's working for each other. If I have uh, an inquiry that comes in, I'm like, oh, maybe that's not a good fit. But I do know who it would be a good fit for. I can share that with my friend. And I'd rather have friends in business who, you know, understand what, you know, what this business is, how it works, what we can do better, how we can improve. Instead Mm -hmm. of doing it alone, because, shoot, like, business can be lonely if you let it be. But business can also be a community if you go find it. Which is so cool. That is such a powerful message. So
0: you also do something called, like, a a mini brand shoot. Do I have Mm -hmm. that name correctly? And this is something I'm actually really super interested in, too. How did you figure out to, like, build, basically like the set and everything for someone to come in for, you know, a condensed period of time to get some shots. Like where did that idea come from?
1: Um, Yeah. So I, so in the photography world, like typically in the fall, you probably see, maybe you'll see like an ad on Facebook or somebody's post um, advertising like a mini session. And so what a mini session is, is it's a like condensed version of like the full, So, you know, sometimes like uh, a family might not need like a whole full session. So they'll book a mini session. And so I kind of took that concept into like personal branding photography because I would see sometimes I would like hop on the phone with a, a potential client and they were like, oh, well, I don't really have time for, you know, two hours, three hours, four hours for a full blown photo shoot. Um, Do you have anything that's like shorter than that? And so they had said that, you know, they didn't want just headshots. So they needed something that was kind of like in between that would have headshots as well as like brand photo components, but in a shorter Mm -hmm. time frame um, because they just didn't have time and or like the budget to pay for like a full um, brand photo shoot. And so I was like, okay, well, how can we meet this, like, this need and like this gap of like, okay, I still need brand photos, I need to update, but I don't need a whole thing. And so that's kind of like, if I'm able to, you know, like book three or four clients within a mini session, a branding mini session day, like that's basically like, you know, doing a full shoot. Um, But I do it on one set location and then clients get um, like a shorter time frame, so like 20, 25 minutes or so. And then it would just be, you know, like one outfit. Maybe they change like a cardigan or a blazer or something to kind of change it up. But essentially, it's a bite sized version of the full experience. That's how I describe it. Um, so that like, you know, if you've already had, so for you, for example, you had your photo shoot in July Mm -hmm. and, uh, let's say in January, you're like, I still have my photos, but you know, maybe you got your haircut or, you know, you needed something in a different color. You're like, Oh, I wish I was wearing, um, you know, I found this really awesome blue dress or or whatever. Uh, and you're like, Oh, I wish I had some photos in that. I think that might be, you know, a good reason. Or you had, you know, some promotional stuff coming up, or you knew you needed like a a new photo for, for sending out uh, like an immediate kit or whatever. Um, That would be, but you didn't need a whole photo shoot. You had like targeted um, purposes. You're like, okay, I specifically need this. So I had a client back in like May when I did these branding mini sessions who is a sleep consultant for um, children or yeah, mm-hmm. infants and babies. And she's like, I'm using a headshot from 2017. Can you help me? Oh, <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." I also, I also kind of need some photos from my website that are, you know, demonstrating me like teaching, uh, teaching a workshop. Um, and she's, and she's also a mom to four kids. And so when these came up, she's like, Oh, I need to do that. Cause like, you know, I don't have two hours free to myself. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like how, how that came about, like why it is that like, I offer those kind of, and I only do them seasonally. Um, because like they, they do take just as much work as planning a a (laughs) one-on-one photo shoot. Oh, I'm sure. I am sure.
0: Yeah. It might, the wheels in my head are turning for future <laughs> future ones. Cause I was definitely eyeing up the fall one, but I'm like, okay, you just took photos. Like <laughs> you need to pause a minute and really think this through, but mm-hmm. definitely it's on like my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So something I love about your social and this it is just, I don't know. It's such a great example of how you just truly are genuine and you really do live up to this present who you are every day and I call it your car compost I wonder if you have an official name for it or not but I might just have to take that <laughs> maybe so I don't know I don't know if I've heard it somewhere so I <laughs> or not but it's like you do your boot camp which I'll have you explain like what it is that you do what style it's like and then you talk about it like right after mm-hmm. right like are you yeah. still in the parking lot even oh, sometimes yeah. Yes, so go into all this cuz it's amazing what you're doing.
1: Um, yeah, so I uh, I go to a place called Burn Bootcamp, B U R N. Um and if you've ever seen like camp gladiator where they're outside doing like a boot camp style thing, that's what Burn is, but it's indoors and so that was kind of like what sold me on it plus they have free childcare um Ooh. which is fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember so the way that <laughs> the way that it got me was through a Facebook ad. I kept getting fed these Facebook ads, and so uh, there's a location near me that was having a grand opening, and so they offered 30 days free, which I was like, okay, I'll I'll do anything. Like I'll try it out for free. And then I started going and um, even though it was like really hard and it was like stuff I like didn't know how to do and because like, I was like, what is a burpee? Like, wh- why would anyone subject themselves to this? <laughs>
0: that has got to be on the list of bad words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and and so back at the beginning of 2023, so I started going um, initially, I think July of 2019, Um, And then, so at the beginning of this year, I was like, all right, it is my goal to hit um, 250 camps over the course of 2023. And um, so they kind of have these milestones. Like Inside, they have a, a big five zero for hitting 50 camps they have a big 100 and then they have a 250 and so when you hit that milestone you can sign the board oh cool um yeah it's kind of like the like gold star thing and i'm totally into like the check boxes and gold stars type stuff (laughs) um so i was like okay at the beginning of this year i'm like i'm gonna um i am you know just gonna keep myself accountable and i was like how else can i do this like really be accountable and I was like okay let me you know just do like a quick story on Instagram checking in that like you know oh i went to work out um so yeah and then um i just started doing them as like kind of like a a record of like okay i went to work out i'm you know i'm 2 in i'm 10 in i'm 25 camps into the 250 goal <clears throat> um and so yeah. <laughs> then, So on particularly hard days, I would just be like, oh man, that, that sucked because you know, there were burpees, like what the heck was that workout? And, um, what did I just live through? And it was funny because I, I've kind of gone to the point with like Instagram stories. I'm like, oh, you know, somebody's watching maybe, or like nobody's watching. So I'm not gonna worry about it. But then other people at the gym who, don't follow me on social media but my gym would reshare my post on their social media (laughs) they would be like like, oh my gosh I love your honesty like you're saying all the things I wish I could say I was like you can say that who cares um (laughs) because like let's let's not pull any punches here um I don't particularly enjoy Especially cardio days, I in fact probably would say I hate it. Like I hate running. Um, I I don't enjoy what's called, they call like body weight conditioning, which is where those like burpees come up a lot, because um, mm. you're <laughs> flinging your own body weight. I'm like that. That is not enjoyable for anyone unless <laughs> you know you're like a stick and it, it's no big deal. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I would just you know share candidly, like, hey, this is this is how I feel about this and it caught on within my gym and people are just like, Oh, you're the one, (laughs) you're the one who like, you know, speaks your mind on the thing. I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, you should be prepared if you're going to come. And obviously I keep coming back because like I, I love, well, I love it afterwards when I'm done. I'm like, Oh, okay. I did a hard thing. I survived another day. Um, and And then I had, you know, some challenges this year. Like I had a stress factor in my foot. So that took me out in like April, May, April, May, June. And so just uh, mathematically with the number of days on the calendar and how many days I was out, it's like, I'm not hitting my goal and kind of like coming to terms with like, okay, well, I guess I just have to, you know, recalibrate my goal that I'm doing now. And, um, and then that's okay too. Mm-hmm. So it's that been a totally lot of like exists. learning uh, from this whole just like candid workout car conversations. Well, that is really cool
0: about how those came to be and, you know, what they represent for you and also people at your gym. Mm-hmm. I love that they're following along and that your gym is sharing them because a lot of people are having those thoughts. Mm hmm. But something else that was totally cool about what you said is that, um, even though things took you out of your goal, you're like readjusting versus stopping,
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: which is a totally cool play with the whole self-love and like just committing to yourself and keeping yourself going.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause that's like, um, you know, like when you start going to you start anything new or like within our gym, we have these things called focus meetings. And so the trainers will ask you, you know, what are your goals and like, what's your why behind you know, doing all this? Like, <laughs> like, why would you subject yourself to this is like the question that I ask myself. But, you know, it's it is like an act of self-love. It's an act of self-care. Um, I want to be able to, you know, be around for my kids for a long time. I want to be able mm. to keep up with them. Um, and I just want to feel, feel good in my body. Um, right. Which, you know, like is, has been a journey. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: I understand that journey. Like totally, you know, everybody goes through their life challenges and journeys. So it's so awesome that you have such a positive perspective on that all. So I do want to ask you and this we kind of just were talking about but like what is your self-love point of view
1: um yeah so self-love is I think when you finally come to terms with like accepting like who it is that you are and that you actually like love yourself I think for like a long time Like, between, you know, going from, like, junior high and high school and, like, self-image and, like, all of that can be, like, tough. And, you know, when you have, (laughs) I, I like, for me, like, self-love or self-worth was wrapped up in, like, how you looked. And so Mm -hmm. I was always, like, the chubby friend. And, like, I would hate going shopping with friends because I did not want to look for clothes. Like, that. That was not something I wanted to do and be like, oh, I have to go to the other section over there. And so a lot of a lot of like self-image was just like I I felt like I couldn't be loved because of how I looked or what size I was. And it wasn't until like I met my husband who opened my eyes, be like, he's like, that doesn't matter to me because like uh he so I married my first boyfriend (laughs) who's my husband um and they felt like oh no one ever like asked me out or like no one asked me to prom and um like nobody would go at me and so I I associated those two things which it took a long time to unravel and be like no that's not true like it's Mm -hmm. that's not what it is um And so when I finally like came to terms with that, I was like, oh, (laughs) you like, it's, it's me, it's the person inside who uh, matters the most, not what I look like on the outside, or like, not what, you know, all right.
0: No, no, (laughs) thank you for being so real and raw and authentic with it and sharing the strength that you've since gained from all of it but Mm -hmm. so many people can relate to what you're speaking about and it's such an important message for anyone listening out there too that is you know still struggling still going through it all like so thank you for just being open and sharing that
1: yeah and it's just like coming to terms with like okay this is like my physical appearance does not define who I am. I don't have to change it, and if I do change, choose to change it, it's of my own accord. It's not because you know somebody's like breathing down my neck of like, oh, you need to lose twenty pounds or or whatever, um, <clears throat> and it's you know just really coming to to the place of like I love myself for who I am like, this life that I'm building, the children I have, my spouse, um, and, you know, I just want I, I want to be the best person I can be for them, but also for me. Like, what would I tell the me, the teenage version of me? I'm always like, okay, what would I tell the teenage, what would I want the teenage version of me to know back then? Like, how would it have that changed, like, the you know, perspective or trajectory of my life. If I knew as an adult now, back then, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, like, because it's like, you know, society doesn't help, and no. like the doesn't help, <laughs> and um, you know, I remember you know, going through like Seventeen magazine back in the day, and just like looking at uh, you know, the photos and whatnot, and so you know, that was kind of like one of the reasons I I worked with high school senior girls specifically, um. Because I knew what that was that was like like back in high school. And you know, I always think that high school it was like the best primer for life for anyone you, you lived within or observed any like clicks, like they they they're they're reincarnated in adult life. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is true. That is true. No, and that is such a great message, like thinking about what would you tell your younger self. Mm -hmm. So everyone like think about that as you're going into this next week and just be real and raw with yourself just as we got real and raw today about everything you know on Katie's self love journey as well as what she's up to with photography and if you are wanting to get a photo shoot or you think it would just be fun to see yourself in a new way like it is worth the investment. It is worth the time. Find a photographer if you're not in this area or if you are somebody who just connects with you. So, Katie, thank you so much for everything you've been sharing. Before we depart, let us know how best somebody can contact with you or if they want to follow you on
1: social. Like, where should they follow? Mm-hmm. Um, So if you want to check out my website, it is at uh, katieronquillo.com. That's C-A-T-I-E-R-O-N-Q-U-I-L-L-O.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram. That's where you'll find all of my um, fun reels and educational tips um, when it comes to building a personal brand. And that's on Instagram at at katieronquillo.
0: Okay, perfect. And I will have all this stuff linked to in the show notes. So if you didn't catch that right then, definitely click on the links in the show notes for that info. And everyone, we will have another episode next week. So thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to love yourself inside out. That was your weekly dose of self love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out
1: podcast.